1: Today we get festive with some holiday-seasoned entitled parents. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my mom feels entitled to my inheritance money. She wants to use it to put a down payment on a house. I only found out about it six years later because I looked into a cabinet in our house and did some research. I, 24-year-old female, found out earlier this year that I was supposed to receive around $160,000 in inheritance money when my father passed away. I found out by looking into a cabinet in our house. I was compelled to do so because my mother acts rich or poor whenever it suits her plus other strange behavior. I found a letter that was addressed specifically to me from the life insurance company that had my inheritance. All I needed to do was submit some paperwork and they would give me a check. I'm not sure how, but my mother somehow submitted documents for me and even cashed the check that was in my name. I'm also not sure why she felt entitled to it when she got $500,000 in inheritance herself. When I confronted her about it, she obviously didn't take it well. She was adamant that it's her money until I informed her that after I found the documents, I called the life insurance company and received photocopies of the check, the submitted documents, etc. After I told her that, she tried negotiating with me, stating that she can give me $10,000 to start with and then $2,000 every month. I said no. I said she'll guilt me into delaying her payments if we go that route. She tells me she'll be homeless if I get all the money at once. I eventually make her show me her bank statements. As far as I know, she has around $330,000. In addition, she's been making six figures with her job for the past three years. Homeless my butt. I told her I need a good amount of money if I want to have any chance of moving out. I wanted to move out with my friend, but my mom took way too long to give me any money. I received $50,000 from her. Like a week or so later, she started asking if she could borrow $20,000 for a month. She said she needs it in her bank account so that the lender can approve of the condo or house she wants to buy. She asked if I would be okay, and I stupidly told her that I'd be getting grants from school too. She then wanted to borrow $20,000 on top of the grant money by passive-aggressively mentioning it whenever she could. A few weeks later, she forced me to go with her to the bank to withdraw 20000 This was on October 3rd. On November 23rd, I asked her to give me $2,000. I told her it's been almost two months and I want a portion of it back, via text. She gives me the silent treatment, in text and in person. The next day I try calling her. She starts crying hysterically, saying, ''I knew I shouldn't have trusted you with money. What are you doing, drugs? Are you gambling?'' Why are you so mean? You ruined my holiday, you've ruined my life. You're abnormal. You're just doing this because you're behind in your life and you're desperate. You don't have utilities to pay for. I spent so much money on food the past month. I'm not exaggerating when I say I've never told her to buy me food or make me food, but she always uses it as a form of guilt. A couple days later, we have a four hour argument. During this argument, I was so disgusted with her behavior that I told her I want nothing to do with her. A couple days after that, to my surprise, she comes into my room and asks me to hug her. She starts crying and says that she just suppresses her thoughts and feelings. She says she'll give me $500 now, and then $500 on December 22nd. What the heck? I swallowed my anger for a couple days, but then I could no longer hold it in. I wasn't giving her the silent treatment but I wasn't looking at her or initiating any form of talking. She notices and starts asking what's wrong. She goes, it's the money, isn't it? And then repeats the same thing she did last time. Are you gambling? You have no utilities, etc." And again, she made it very clear that she wants to buy a condo or a house. I just can't remember which. I told her I'm mad at her because you told me you needed $20,000 for a month. It's been over two months now and you're still not giving it, so you lied. After this, she started acting like she was about to cry and then left the house. She then transferred another $500. I haven't talked to her since. It infuriates me that she thinks she's entitled to this money. Why do you need a house? You're getting old and you're single. Secondly, not only was this money in your account in the first place because you committed fraud, but now I let you borrow money and you're going to treat it like it's an allowance? It's my money legally. Get over it. You already got $500,000 before you took my money. Since I was 18 I've been working minimum wage jobs. She's made it so clear that she thinks her needs are way above mine. I don't have utilities, I don't have a career yet, so I'm less important. Even if that's factually true, I'm your child and that money is legally mine. Also I just want to share this example of her behavior that I just remembered. When I was 19, I was working at a tutoring place, in addition to a restaurant, while taking 16 units in college with no car. I was leaving the house one day to go get a haircut. My mom then asked me, where are you going? I told her I'm going to get a haircut. She then says verbatim, really, you're supposed to be using that money to help me. That's how entitled she is, like oh my god, at this point she had received $660,000 while her child, who is a full-time student with two jobs and no car, is not important enough to use the money they earn from their job to get a haircut. I'm so mad, and I just have a huge, huge problem with getting this taken care of, because I hate making people uncomfortable. This is also why I can't blindside a person randomly bringing an issue up. I usually have to text them first. But I'm starting to think that's never a good idea. Ugh. I think it goes without saying that OP is just way too passive here. I mean, this is a lot of money, they should have gone to a lawyer instantly. Also hi, I'm Steven and if you enjoy fueling your hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Wants Her Adult Kids to Spend the Holidays with Her Abusive Boyfriend. My mother's been with her boyfriend over 11 years now. He's physically assaulted her, cheated on her, and left her destitute many times. She cries and we defend her, but she always goes crawling back to him. This year for Thanksgiving, she was pressuring us to get together for a big family dinner at her newly purchased home, which we agreed. We always lived in apartments growing up, so this is the first time we would have an actual family gathering inside of an actual house. We made a few dishes and all met up at her new house just to walk in and be blindsided by her boyfriend's family. His family is disrespectful and belittled my mom for years because they're upset that he's 30 and my mom's in her late 40s. My oldest sister's turning 30 so I get it, it does seem weird. We ended up having the most awkward Thanksgiving because me and my siblings weren't comfortable being there. Christmas is rolling around and the let's get together group chat has started up. But one of my brothers let it slip that she invited her boyfriend's family again for Christmas without telling us again. My siblings are trying to guilt trip me into showing up because I have my mom's only grandkids. But I don't care. I'm grown. I don't want to spend my holiday with these people. All of my siblings are saying I should bring the kids because it should be about them. But I'm just not comfortable. Am I wrong for planning on skipping out on my mom seeing my kids for Christmas? Nobody likes them and they've mistreated your family. How could you be in the wrong for wanting to prevent your kids from being around a person like that? Our next story is, Entitled Mother gets banned from airline after she calls security. I had gone to America to spend Thanksgiving with my partner's parents. Long 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 story short, there was some visa issue we were notified about at check-in, not by the airline, which meant that she had to stay behind in America. This blindsided us both and we were told it could be up to 6-12 to months before we could see each other again. Needless to say, I was not in the best state, I'm also disabled. I get through TSA, I'm such a mess that they have to help me through it while trying to calm me down, while at the same time I'm now violently tearing up, feeling shame at not having more restraint. I get to the gate to find all the seats are full and some are sitting on the ground and it's 90 minutes until boarding. It should be noted here that I have a fold-up cane, but I don't like using it if I'm made to stand for long periods. I get it out. Anyway, I notice that the two seats next to a couple with two kids playing on the floor has bags on it, essentially taking up the entire row. I make my way over. Note, I have a visible limp, and I'm still trying to control my crying, and ask the woman if I can sit in one of the seats, and she says no, because my kids are sitting there. I apologize and make my way over to a wall to lean on and get my cane out. 15 minutes go by and one of the airline staff at the gate keeps looking up at me. She was great, she told people trying to board before their section was called to sit the heck down. She gets up and talks to the woman, then goes over to me and says, I'm so sorry to ask this darling, but I can make that lady over there give up one of the seats, but she claims you didn't walk with a limp or use a cane till after you asked. Can I just ask what your disability is, sorry to ask? I explain I can't show it off without taking off my pants, but I give her permission to feel my thigh, which has a massive chunk removed from a combat-related injury. She thanks me again, says sorry again, and then makes the woman give up one of her seats for me. Couple minutes later, the woman is pissed. She snaps at the father to wait there with the kids and storms off somewhere. Couple minutes later she comes back with airport security. They tell me to get up to have a talk because she claims I made threats against her kids. Now we're all sitting right by the gate desk. So the same lady shuts this down as soon as she can and says I was in an inconsolable state when I arrived. And the woman is just mad that she had to give up a seat and that she's not even seen me speak a word to the couple other than just ask to sit down. The gate worker asks the guards to stay for a bit while she makes a call. The woman goes and makes a call at the desk, comes back over and informs the family that they are no longer welcome with the airline and you will not be traveling with us this evening. The scene happens, the family escorted away, I compose myself and we line up to board. I show them my ticket on the plane and she says, oh you're the gentleman that was harassed, we can't upgrade your seat but we've decided to move you to a whole row by yourself. By this point I've calmed down, but as soon as the plane starts taxing, all heck lets loose again at this point. I have no control and I'm pushing the pillow into my face to stop the noise. The flight attendants incorrectly think this is because of the incident. I explain why I'm actually crying and they get me an extra blanket and some other bits and pieces later on, like extra hot food and free scotch to try and help me sleep. Actually, no, I wasn't going to say the airline, but they deserve it, so I want to give a shout-out to Air New Zealand. You've done me right for over 10 years, and you truly went above and beyond during the worst 16 and a half hours of my life. Just how low and despicable of a person can you be if somebody's walking around with a cane to go and deny them a seat? Our next story is, Entitled Mother Thinks She Deserves Concert Ticket. My sister called me earlier this week to see if I wanted to go to a concert with her. It was a a once-in-a-lifetime chance, 500 dollar tickets that were gifted to her. I jumped on the opportunity. It's a band I've always wanted to hear live. Unfortunately, it's a band that our Entitled Mother has always wanted to hear, too. As soon as she heard Sister invited me over Entitled Mother, the whining began. And now, hours after the show, it still hasn't stopped. First, it was, I would have liked to have been invited to go with Sister. Then it was, I never get to do fun things, says the person who's been to countless shows, events, theme parks, plays, etc. The last ditch effort was, sister doesn't even like the band, she should let me go with OP. Everyone in the family has heard her complaints, nobody's listened because nobody cares. My sister and I went to the concert and had a blast. Rest easy Reddit, one entitled mother did not get their way today. This next story is, Entitled Mothers Want Me To Pay For A $100 Ring. I work at a retail store that has a jewelry counter, and it's my responsibility to cover it. Most of our stuff is on the cheap end due to its crappy quality, so people tend to buy a lot of stuff around the holidays. I had a guy call me over while I was tagging some stuff, so I stopped what I was doing to help him out. He points out a ring, and tells me he wants to buy it for his mom. I make sure that that's the one he wants, and it's the correct size, and then bring him over to the register. I ring him up, and the ring with tax is about $100. He tells me he only has $30, and so I apologize and point him in the direction of some rings that were under $30. He says that he'll come back with enough, and so he goes. A couple minutes later, I'm doing my thing and he walks up with an older woman, his mom I assumed. Excuse me, she says. My son wanted to buy a ring and you wouldn't sell it to him. I explained that he didn't have enough money and I couldn't sell it to him. He's special needs, she argues. Can't you just pay the difference? Um, heck no, I'm thinking. I tell her that I can't. Even if I wanted to, I can't afford that. I'm working retail after all. She continued to try and bargain with me until I offered to call a manager over. She finally huffed and walked away. And i went back to doing my job because i don't got time for that i feel for anybody that has disabilities they gotta deal with but who in their right mind is going to pay the difference of 70 bucks on some ring this next story is entitled mother thinks her apology is everything i need to heal from her abuse she also still does not see her abuse as abuse somehow has selective memory and is the king of gaslighting She hurt me, apparently I dreamt that. And if she really did do it, she didn't mean it or she didn't see it that way. Which is kind of the problem, isn't it? I've tried talking to her to work out these issues but she just screams at me that no she didn't. Anyway, she blew her top on me today saying how she's already apologized many times. And she's walking on eggshells around me in order to not make me upset. What more do I want? I want you to stop harassing me with your apologies and confrontations. I already said I don't care. She's the only one who is still expecting me to act the way she wants me to. And when I don't, suddenly she has crocodile tears and balls about how cruel I am for holding the past against her. Yes, just because she gave a half-butt sorry means it absolves her of her wrongs. She doesn't even apologize until I start walking away. Once she realizes she has no power over me. And the crappiest thing is I still feel so guilty cutting her out of most of my life. The only reason I still have contact is out of love for the rest of my family who care about her. And the fact that I pity her and I don't want my own mother to live a pitiful life. I don't care for that crap. I just don't want her to guilt me or make life hard for me. Definitely narcissism. Definitely entitlement. I gave you a sorry. What more can I do? I mean i don't know do better in general our next story is entitled mother thinks my heart problems are caused by laziness i 15 year old female have been doing sport all of my life i've been skiing since i was seven and i do a lot of yoga and at-home workouts the only thing i really hate doing is running i have a snatched muscular body and a very high resistance i went to the doctor today to have a certificate saying that i'm healthy and i can ski But during the tests, the doctor told me my heartbeats were way too fast and that I can keep training but not take part in any competition until January after a couple exams to my thyroid. Needless to say, my mom was mad as freak. She literally told me that she, a mechanical engineer, knows better than the doctor what my heart situation is and that it's all because you haven't done anything all summer in these past months. I know way too well that the only reason she's mad is I won't be able to win any competition if I don't take part in it. I don't care. I love skiing not because I win, but because it makes me feel good. And her constantly complaining about me not winning almost made me quit. Luckily, since the doctor won't let me compete until I do the exams, she's making me do them. But what if it was only about my health? Am I overreacting? I don't think it's overreacting i think the reaction is very confusing if you have a situation where your heartbeat is too fast a good mom shouldn't be blaming you a good mom should be trying to help you figure out how to improve your health our next story is entitled teacher freaks at me while i'm a host at my family's business so for background this happened in 2020 to 2021 during the pandemic i was working for my parents who own a small business that survived and stayed open during covid I have social anxiety but I've been living on the property my whole life so I know a thing or two. Anyway let me begin. It was my first day solo at lunch during a shift change and was changing the special signs for lunch and dinner because my one table I had already served. I turn around to check and see if anyone was at the front outside before I started and sure enough there was a solo lady standing there. i do the whole talk asking if she was checking in or wanted a table. She says she's checking in, so I check her in, no big deal. I've done it before quite a few times. I show her where her room is on her little map, the restaurant hours, contact phone if she needed help, room code, all standard stuff. I get her to sign basic paperwork, and as an act of kindness, I let her know the Wi-Fi is down. She asks when it'll be back, and I explained to her that we've already run tests and solutions to make sure it wasn't our end, which it wasn't, and that I don't know when it will be back up. She explains that she's a teacher from LA and that she needs the Wi-Fi to teach. I explained that there's a public library in town that has free Wi-Fi. Of course, she can't use that. This goes on for a few minutes with her leaving in a little bit of a fuss. The people I had served apologized for her, and I explained that it happens. So I go back to the special board. I get it wiped down so I can write the specials for the night when I get a phone call. By this point, the nice people have left. I answer the phone, and lo and behold, it's our Karen calling to speak to the manager. I tell her to hold for a moment while I find my father. I mute the phone, and as I turn the corner, my father comes up the stairs. I hand him the phone and say someone's trying to speak with him. He unmutes, and she's hung up and so he hangs out for a few minutes until she arrives, demanding plates and such and saying that he shouldn't have his employees say lies. So he has her repeat what I said to him, I think so at least, and then he explains the Wi-Fi issue. She leaves and he comes back in to tell me that I did nothing wrong and that I was completely right. I find out later that she had called the night before to complain about us not having enough vegan options on the menu, we're an Italian slash American restaurant, so not much is vegan friendly. So I guess OP's business is a restaurant, campground, and motel. It's not exactly the Ritz Carlton. Honestly, it's one of those places you probably would be fortunate if it had decent working Wi Fi. Our next story is Entitled Mother Demands Santa Pictures with a Stranger at a Mall. Now I know how this sounds, but I have trust issues. I see the Santa thing as a man's opportunity to be creepy and have a temporary job. It's not like my daughter hasn't gotten Santa pictures, but it was with the pastor dressed up as Santa at her local church. She wasn't part of these pictures last year and it's past this year as I didn't know the date of the party when the pastor does this. I don't trust to have my 2 year old child sit in some strange man's lap that I don't know. I offered to buy my brother a Santa costume for the pictures, and she said, That's stupid. She keeps pressing, and I keep trying to hold my ground, but I feel like I may break from her constant pushing and my lack of money, but I don't want to. I don't want a stranger to hold my child. I've had bad things happen around men in my own life. I've even had some creepy things happen around my daughter when she wasn't even a year old where she's seen my mom's boyfriend naked as he found it okay to answer the door mid-session instead of telling me they were busy. I don't feel comfortable with a strange man holding my daughter that I don't know and she finds me being uncomfortable unjustified. I don't know if I'm going to break and allow something that makes me uncomfortable and I know if I stand my ground, my mother may straight up kidnap my daughter and do it behind my back. I don't know how to approach this if she's not going to listen to me. She normally doesn't listen to me and dismisses my emotions and feelings. I'd rather my brother, despite him hating uncle and niece pictures, do the picture, as nobody would recognize him in the pictures and my mother gets her Santa pictures, but she just doesn't want to listen. I needed to get this off my chest as it's really been bothering me lately and it's causing me more stress and worry for my daughter's safety. And that's saying that she makes it to the mall as my mother drives like an insane person and since my daughter's been born she almost got into crashes with us inside three times and endangered us two times by cutting people off and antagonizing people. Am I being weird or is my worry and being uncomfortable justified? I mean, I know personally, when I was a kid, I was always terrified of mall Santas. I didn't want to go near them. I didn't want to go near Mickey Mouse at Disney World. I think overall though, if it's a mall Santa, it should be a relatively safe thing. I mean, I just think that would be the last place somebody would try to be creepy because imagine the amount of eyes on you. Our next story is mom needs him to look good for the gram. I'm not a parent, but this irked me. I'm working at my regular market. The person next to my booth does iron-on patches and lettering and embroidery work. A woman, her four- or five-year-old son, and her mother were walking through. The kid was wearing a Santa hat. The grandmother asked him, Do you want her to put your name on your hat? He said no and tried to keep walking. The grandmother laughed and followed him. His mother grabbed the hat off of his head and said, That'd be such a cute picture. The kid whipped around and said, I don't want that. Give me my hat back, please. She ignored him and handed the hat to the lady who instantly asked the spelling, started putting his name on it. He started crying and said, I don't want strangers to know my name. Give me my hat back. She told him to stop being a brat, told him he needed a nap and ignored him completely. Otherwise, while the lady ironed the letters on, she handed it to him and lo and behold, he instantly ripped the letters off. The mom got pissed and told him he was getting a timeout, called him a brat, etc. I made eye contact with the grandmother and pointed to a different booth in the corner that had elf hats. She snuck over and bought one during the chaos and hid it in her purse. I feel bad for the kid. Personally, I think he was totally justified. Sorry, I just needed to vent. I'm not sure what cord this struck from my childhood, but I'm still mad. I mean, the kid didn't want it. I think I'd be in the same boat. I don't want to like go around wearing something with my name on my head. Honestly, I think if I was a kid, I would think it would be kind of dumb. That said, our final story of the day is my entitled mom tries to force me to write a university admission letter to a uni. I don't want to attend. Now, this just happened recently, around two to three days ago. You might want to grab some popcorn and snacks because this is going to be a long one. But first, let me introduce our characters of the story the background. First you have me, 16 year old male, an IGCSE student who's about to graduate this year or next year. My mom, 44 year old female, who's an electrical engineer along with my father, 47 year old male. They both own a business and I'm their only child. My mom became infertile when she had me, so naturally they want me to continue on the business after they retire. The story itself, I'm quite the aviation geek ever since i was little i started learning everything about how planes work and the physics behind it which still blows me away to this day how kid me was able to understand all of this stuff and all of these complex rules which even me i'm taking physics as for anyone wondering still finds difficult to understand i told my parents when i was 10 that i've settled in my choice of college i wanted to be an aeronautical engineer and then go to flight school in the UAE. As I was still a child, my parents thought my passion for aviation would decrease. It was to their shock, however, that they learned that my interest for aviation grew more with each passing year. My walls filled with blueprints of iconic planes and aeronautical engineering diagrams that I hung on my wall with pride. Last year, my parents asked if I was certain about what I said five years ago. And I told them my mind was dead set. To say their heads turned and faced each other with frustration is a face I keep in my memory whenever I need a quick chuckle. Considering I'm graduating either this year or next year, I'm starting to learn how to do college application letters. Still learning by the way, any help would be appreciated. Once my mom entered and saw me learning how to do them, and here's how the conversation went. Our conversation was in Arabic, so I'll do my best to translate. I said, hey mom, how can I help you today? She says, I need you to write an application letter to X university. You're becoming an electrical engineer. I said, excuse me, what? No, you know I want the skies to be my job. You've known that for six years now. She says, you'll do as I say. I say, or else what? You can't kick me out yet. I'm not an adult. And dad will 100% take my side for it. He knows I've been working hard for this. She says, you're so entitled. I say, says you, you son of a shoe. This is an actual insult in Arabic. It just sounds super funny in English. She says, what did you just call me? I said, you heard me. You can't allow me to go on one path only for you to try and force me to change paths. What's your brain thinking? About the money, obviously, right? She says, um... I said, that's what I thought. Now get out of my room. The last day and the day we had that friendly conversation... She was constantly staring daggers at me, with me not caring. So guess that's that then. I just needed to share this cause man, after I look back at it, her reaction was priceless. It's just so disappointing for you to have a passion that is so blatantly obviously something you cared about since you were practically fresh out of diapers. Money's great, the family business is great, but I just don't get how you could see how your kid has such a clear passion and not want to support that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.